Welcome to Voice in Education. Today is our sixth edition, and I think today I want to talk about just queries using voice and the difference between uh, voice queries and text-based queries and how that impacts the world, but more specifically, students. So as an educator, I've spent a lot of time teaching my students how to do keyword searches in order to get back good information. But with the use of voice, um, things are changing with search engines and how and they are going to have to continue to change. So when you're doing a voice query, they're usually longer. If I want to find out the best restaurants around me, I would type in best restaurants around me. If I were going to um, say that in a voice, I would say, hey, Google or hey, Alexa, what are the best restaurants around me? Which adds a few extra outlier words and changes the way that works. Another thing that I've been thinking about is the difference between With uh, Google Assistant, it's going to search using Google, but with um, most of the others, it's going to search using Bing. So that changes a little bit, too, in terms of what my students are used to searching and how they're used to getting results and what that looks like. So a voice interaction encourages natural language, Whereas if I'm typing something in, I'm typing more keyword language. Um, Also with voice, it tends to be more local driven. So um, the answers I'm getting when I do a voice search are going to be related more to the location of the device itself. One of the things that's really come to mind as I've started thinking about this concept is, um, does that mean I'm going to start reteaching how to search for things because we're going to use voice more and more? Or should I be teaching students the difference between when they use voice searches and they use text searches? Because you're going to get different results um, and you're going to have to learn the difference of how to make it better based on which one you're doing. And it reminded me of something I heard about the search engine for Google Books where you can look up quotes within Google that someone said that you can it is actually set up to be more like a voice search engine so I'm wondering is that Google's attempt to try to figure this out how to do search text search in a way that seems more um, natural which is funny because we've worked very hard as educators to help students not do this naturally, to type in keywords. So are we going to go back? I think for a lot of this, it's going to mean that there is a change in search engine operators and and search engines are going to have to adapt to being able to do both. And what that means for websites and for companies and for making sure your brand is safe is using long tail keywords and having fact pages on a website so that if someone does a verbal search, um, you would have a, a list of things that they might ask on your website so that you can make sure that there it's going to be hit. These are just things that I think changes are are slowly changing the dynamics of what it looks like as an educator in terms of teaching good research. And 
um, I'm wondering what the future of this looks like for my students. I doubt any of them have ever gone to Bing to just search something. So it makes me wonder, should I be teaching them that so they can see the difference between Bing and Google, which they would normally go to because we're a Google school, just to see how those search engines work differently. Because the voice engine, if they're going to use um, Siri are going to use, actually, I think Siri just went to Google. So if you're going to use Google Assistant or Siri, it would do Google. But if you were going to do a Microsoft or a Mycroft or a Alexa, it would use Bing for the search. So I think that's worthy of knowing and understanding. So that's my two cents of the day and of the week. I'm looking forward to next Monday actually being at the ASCD Empower 19 conference in Chicago talking about voice and education.